You're listening to Crunch Time. Zito Power Tools. German-designed quality and innovation powering DIYers. All day, every day. Visit Berwick GWM Havel and test drive the GWM Canon CC. Part of the Berwick Motor Group. The round 13 edition of Crunch Time. Port Adelaide over the Western Bulldogs last night. St Kilda beat Sydney on Thursday night to start the round and a couple of big occasions to come at the MCG. Carlton and Essendon tomorrow night and then the climax of it when Melbourne and Collingwood meet in the King's birthday encounter on Monday. Crunch Time with Jared Waitley, Sam Edmund, Dermot Brereton and Luke Hodge. The big news of the week for Repco Authorised Service for expert car service you can rely on. Book online at repcoservice.com. There's no question that the, the dangerous tackle has been the most combustible repeating issue of the season. We have had 19 suspensions and two players have managed to overturn their bans at the tribunal. And then Dan Butler with the rundown tackle on Nick Blakey on Thursday night. Has the, the debate spinning as fierce as it has done at any stage? And it's a... Uh, It'll be a blockbuster night on Tuesday night to see where the game finds itself with the dangerous tackle at the moment. So, Sam Edmund, just set the parameters for us, if you will. Well, firstly, St Kilda haven't formally announced that they will appeal, but they definitely will. So this is going to go the full distance. This is going to go to the tribunal, and who knows what happens after that. It was always going to be the case for mine that Michael Christian was going to cite him. He just had to cite him. History was our indicator there, and it was always going to be careless. It was always going to be medium, and it was always going to be high because his head hits the turf. That equates to a one-match ban. Uh, interesting umpire Mike's picking up Butler in the aftermath as well, saying, I didn't sling him. He was aghast. The football Football world's aghast. The Saints are aghast. I thought it was going to melt down there for a period of time. The question is, is there a duty of care? Or even, as we saw with Rory Laird and Adam Chera, is there, particularly with Rory Laird, is there that split second duty of care? So those people arguing, what else is he supposed to do? Was there any duty of care shown towards Nick Blakey at all? So is it Adam Chera on Tom Mickey where no arms were pinned? and he was let off. Is it Rory Laird's split second, as I say, duty of care on Lockie Neal when only one arm was pinned? Or is it like Luke Parker on Sam Walsh and all the others before who have tried and failed to avoid suspension? The memo and the example shown by the AFL, the more I look at that, the more I look at what's gone and what's failed and what's succeeded in the past this year, the more I come back to thinking that Dan Butler's in a little bit of trouble here. So I think it's very close to the Brad Close chase down tackle on Jordan Dawson, yep. which... Uh, I think most of us felt would get off at the tribunal but failed, and that was where the chairman was at his most strident. And, and he read his verdict, and then he repeated it for absolute clarity around the pinning of the arm. So the two areas for St Kilda to zero in on is, did Butler have that split second of care that fulfills his duty? That's hard to see. Did he have the arm pinned, or did he release in a manner that Dawson might, that um, Blakey might have been it's, able to protect himself? It's very hard to see in the last frame whether he lets go or not. It's very hard in all the camera angles I've seen. Now, for the most part, the best I can tell is definitely um, the right arm is pinned, and his landing arm, which from memory is his left arm. He's pinned him at the bicep, and his forearm's free. So it's right in the margins in terms of the arm being pinned. Is there a driving motion as signalled by the umpire in real time here? It's not a double action. It's not a sling. Is it a drive into the turf, which is written explicitly into the tribunal guidelines for dangerous tackles, rough conduct, a player must not be driven into the turf? I think that's the... 
he, he did drive him into the turf, but that's the hardest thing about being a football in today's game is he's running with momentum, with intent to tackle. Yep. So it's momentum that's driven him into the ground, but there is force. And I think that's the thing that they looked at is, is there force of the player driving him into the ground? And there is. So this is where you sit back and go, how hard is the game? But is there grounds to get him off? You sit back and scratch your head and go, as much as we want him to get off, I can't see that happening. Uh, and they will challenge. And unfortunately, I can't see him getting off because of how firm the AFL has been with the driving of players, heads, bodies into the ground. You're going to think I'm weird. Well, you do think I'm weird, but yes, yeah, no, does we the do. Fact that, <laughs> does the fact that Blakey has an exceptionally long neck play into this at all? I mean, well, I not no many shoulder. people. Hey, if not Tom many Hickey's, people. Tom Hickey's hair can be discussed. Then I'm sure uh, well, uh, Nick Blakey's body. I don't think I'd lead with it when I went to the tribunal. I don't think I'd lead with that. If you could get it in there somewhere, but I don't think I'd start with it. And you put him shoulder first. His head ain't hitting the ground. I'm not sure they're going to ask you to defend him on Tuesday night, Tim, if that's going to be your lead no. argument. But, okay. And that's hard. You sort of sit back and go, in our mind, that's a really good tackle. Like It's a chase-down, hard-fought tackle. But how the AFL and how the tribunal are now grading it, any force that you put a player into the ground and his head hits the ground, which clearly he does... <laughs> I've he, got some sympathy for Deborah, oh, but this, no, no, is, this, this is the beauty of the wrong. game. Like, we've got today, sympathy for him. There's 100% we've got sympathy, but I just can't see talking about lawyers getting off cases, I can't see how they can argue their way out of this because just, everything they tick against it, unfortunately, it goes for him mm. getting a week. I'm not... Uh, look, look, to be completely serious about this, yes, he did take him to the ground. I'm not so sure he drove him into the ground. So I freeze-framed it on the end there, and this is not great radio because I'm showing a photo Everyone's been doing the same thing, though, yes. so I reckon you can play along at I home. I don't reckon he forcefully thrusts him into the ground with venom. The momentum is going to take him to ground when you tackle from behind. He does turn him sideways. It's a shoulder strike on the ground first, and it's there. thereafter it's the whip of the neck. But he's released his body off completely, not completely, it's not completely on uh, uh, Blakey when there is the strike on the ground. I reckon he's taken him to ground, but I don't reckon the venom to drive him into the grounds there. I think he's he's really stiff, but I, I agree with you. In this climate and what we've seen, he's probably going to get suspended. And the one person who sits there and would applaud the action is Rosslyn would have looked at that and thought, that is what I want. That's a run-down, chase-down tackle to hold the ball in. He'd be as bewildered as anyone just because this is going to be totally tried on result. I, th I think why it's such a hot point as well, Jared, is you think about what's going to get people going here this afternoon for this game, right? A, a goal gets people excited more than anything. I reckon a close second is a rundown tackle from behind. People love it. It's a great part of the game to see one of your guys nail the other guy in a rundown when he looks like well, he's it's out. Like the villain sneaking yeah. into the scene, isn't yeah, it? But, right. but even Butler's reaction to once he did the tackle, he's heard the whistle. He's got up. He's walked back to take the free kick, thinking holding the ball. He's pumped. He's actually given him a little shove afterwards. Yeah, he's well. thinking this is a perfect tackle, chase down tackle. I have got a free kick. We're going to go back inside forward fifty. And then the look of his face on his face was, hang on, that's... Well, that's Jared tackle. mentioned Brad Close. The look on his face was one of shock as well in the middle of GMH Bear Stadium when he laid that tackle on Jordan Dawson. Jared, we had that discussion the other night after the game we were calling, and that is when you're playing league footy, you, 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 you get the ball, your team's got it, you still have to commit some physical attributes to win the ball, to keep the ball, to use the ball. The hardest thing you have to reach... 
in terms of reaching your players is to get them to commit to an action where they don't have the ball, when they're trying to dispossess the opposition. And you must be, at league standard, because players travel so fast, you must be completely and utterly committed to the chase in a robust fashion. And yet we're asking players... So the, the chase down takes three seconds. The action of the tackle takes less than a full second. Yep. So we're asking him to be in complete and absolute full throttle legal aggression robust mode to tackle. And we're asking him at the last half second, ease back on that. Otherwise, but we've you're seen in them trouble. do it. We've seen them do it though. Don't yeah, but that, I think the different ones are is when you're when you've got someone braced and you've got your two feet on the ground and you put him into the ground. We've seen players start to change. This one here, he had, as Derm said, it was a split second, a chase down tackle to try and stop your momentum and the force after giving everything you possibly can. So, are we asking too much of the players? I 100% understand when you've got your two arms or two feet on the ground, you've got them both pinned, stopping that dump tackle. Yes, the players have to stop that. But this action here is so hard going at full pace in a split second to stop the momentum of driving into so the ground. So if he chases him down as such and we start to say, well, there's a duty of care on the tackler to not go through and, and make this a forceful hit on the ground, we're asking him to let him go. And if he holds on to that ball and the tackle is let go, it's play on. Yeah, I'd, I think the players are better than that. And I think all the examples that were sent through, I don't think we're asking him to let him go. The game is asking him not to finish with his head in the turf. So that's on you in your approach and your tackle and how you go. And the argument would come back at you, it's impossible to tackle him from that angle and not have a product like a head hitting the turf. So I think we'll learn how far we've come. So in 2021, Mitch Duncan was run mm. down by Nick Holman from behind. He was left concussed. It was a two-week suspension. It went to the tribunal and it got overturned um, because at that stage, uh, we were prepared to accept that Holman at full throttle, he ran past a player to get to him. He lays the tackle. He tumbles him forward, head into the ground and left him with concussion. MRO goes, that's a two-week suspension. Tribunal goes, no, we're not prepared to wear that as a suspension at this stage. I think that's got a lot of similarities to yeah. what's happened here. Well, that's but the we're precedent. Two years, no, we're two years on, mm. and we're 19 suspensions on this year. There was in, outrage back in the that 20, too. Yeah, back in the 2021 example, we, we all thought that that should have been not guilty, and it came back as not guilty. I wonder where we are two years further on this. Is hardest, this. This, this is the hardest one to judge. All the other ones are a lot clearer, whether it's a dump or pinning, out, pin, pinning an arm. This one with the momentum is the hardest one to judge and to sort of find out where their mindset is. Because after this, if they're going to suspend him, a lot of players are going to be, well, what's the point of chasing yeah. down tackles? Do you? Yeah. Well, you, you two are asking what's a player supposed to do. Well, uh, maybe the coaches, this is an inflammatory thing to say, but maybe the coaches are throwing their arms up as well. So to hear Luke Beveridge last night say that, you know, you've got to wonder whether you even show the players that memo because half the time it's just going to be bad luck. And then speaking to Darcy Byrne-Jones before, no, I wasn't shown that memo either. So maybe the coach is thinking, we're going to just have to wear a couple of these a season because you just can't coach against that. So Melbourne have told us, Christian Petrarch has told us, they are specifically coaching the takedown tackle now and how to do it and land them on yourself and turn so mm. that you don't risk mm. the suspension. It doesn't mean something won't go wrong here and there. But you can't just throw your hands. I'm, I'm not amazed, but I am amused that 
So the AFL went to the effort of fulfilling yeah. the desire. We'll show us what we can do. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then it's not being passed on to be studied anyway. <laughs> is, well, that, is that because a few weeks ago when two were let off, <laughs> they changed their mind from one week to the next? So the AFL, like, well, what they're saying is now, what the clubs are saying, what they're showing is right now, in five weeks they might change because it seems like we've had little tweaks along the way. Yeah, no, I reckon the two that got let off were, they were different. And we said it that Chera's mechanism matched nothing else that had gone before it. And I think... Rory slowed. There's no doubt when yeah, you watch Rory Laird's tackle. So they, they were really specific yep. moments within it. So it doesn't mean that... So every dangerous tackle is not a suspension. But the ones that were suspended had commonalities. And then we got two that were ever so slightly different. And you go, well, that's what we want in the system, don't yep. we? Is if so, if you can prove that these are slightly different, and that's St Kilda's task... And if they're able to do that, then they might get their not guilty verdict. In that case, there's no not guilty verdict then. <laughs> from looking at that tackle from two years ago, where we've where we've come, and the the force that was put into the ground, unfortunately for Butler, it looks against him. The only thing I can see with this is we're going to have this discussion, and we're going to get suspended players and not suspended players. It's going to this is this is not the end result. This is not where we end it. No. This is going to go on for as long as you and I watch football. This will come up every week because players will always be required to tackle in this sport. It will happen again. So we are not at the finish line with this. And there is no finish line in sight because, as you've just said, it is the absolute instance of contact to the ground what transpires then and that is a millisecond decision in tackle not as you not as you're you're encroaching so it, we are nowhere near the finish line no but we, we've lived through this on a few fronts we lived through it with a bump with the player with his head over the ball yep. and i recall all the discussions going no that's not possible it is possible the bump's dead the you tackle's a, dead the game's dead change of you get a change of technique, a change of methodology. It doesn't mean from time to time you still don't get one, but that when you have your crackdown, there's a critical mass and you have to learn from it. And that it filtrates through and there is a, there's a change of approach, there's a change of technique and there's a set of examples that have been set out as players, can you can do this. So, I, Sam, you, you were kind of trite then, saying that the, the bump's dead, blah, well, blah, that's blah. that's what that gets thrown out all the time. Tell me the last good bump you saw. Uh, Legal bump. Well, Tell me the last the good bump you saw. But the bump's not dead. You can still bump. Just don't you, you, bump you someone bump in the head. You bump the position now. You don't bump somebody to put them out of the action where no. the ball is. I'm not saying put them to the boundary on the other side of the boundary, but if somebody's over the ball, to bump them robustly, take them completely off mm. their feet so you have access to the ball, that's gone. Well, yes, but only because players have mitigated, I could do this. But if I get it this much wrong, I'm out next week. So and Bol Bolton and Viney, that, that's, that's down in testament. front of us here. Bolton takes his chances. Oh, and stack. 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 Yep. And he nails Viney perfect, shoulder to shoulder, the best bump you could imagine. Yep. And he go, but in the aftermath, you go, so Sydney, if you want to do that, that's uh, you, perfect. Well done. Actually, broke his but you're going to get three weeks if you miss by this much. Correct. So Risk don't versus, do it. Risk so, versus yeah, reward. So they're, they're, absolute, oh, you, 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 you've indicated my point. It means that players are not willing to bump like they used to, even if they are not aiming up the head. Which, sadly enough, as courses it says, we used to aim for the head. But it, that, that's forget that. That's another era. But they are not even looking to robustly bump the body now. So even though we're trite in saying, oh, the bump's dead, it kind of is. Mm. 
The sport doesn't look anything like it does for that nature of physical contact. This tackle which we progress to now, the rundown tackle from behind, we're on a slope. It's it's starting to if we say you cannot run down like that and and the as we say, the absolute end moment must change. Players are going to do what they did with the bump. They're going to say, is the risk worth it? How, how it many rundown change. tackles do you reckon we've had in 13 rounds? 160? 240? Uh, Pick any number. Yeah, yeah. We've they're, had they're one suspension. One, one yeah. went wrong. Yeah. I, I'm not accepting that if he gets suspended. I think there's a mountable case to get him off. But I don't accept that if he gets suspended, that's the end of the rundown tackle. I just don't accept that. Because no. there's been X number and they've all been fine. Yeah. And this one goes a little bit awry. Uh, probably because Butler is over-exuberant at the end of the tackle. If we're really honest. Players can adjust. I'm not so sure it's that adrenaline pumping (laughs) right through. Yeah, I'm... I think, I think it'll be harassment tackles. I think they'll 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 move to that rather than I'm running him down, I'm pinning the arms and I'm you taking him down. So yeah, it'll be <laughs> a well, pat mate, down. That's well, that's probably the parallel the strip, to the search, non-bump. Just a... See, you've gone for the trite. <laughs> but well, I can remember sitting here. Again. I can remember saying I reckon Marcus Bontempelli was the first notable case this year where we we joked about it on air here on Crunch Time. The lay down tackle. Yeah. He was the first one in Perth to pin someone. We thought the players can't adjust. They're, they're, they're just we're asking too much of the players. And he had him cold. He tackled him to the ground, but he just didn't slam his head into the turf. And it was the same, the same outcome. It was the same impeding. It was the same tough play. He just didn't ram him into the ground at the end. Mm. Yep. Well, that's that's not a rundown tackle, though, was it? No, no. no. And that's what th- this is, and it, this is why I think Butler's got a good chance, is because like Chera, this is totally divorced from the other set that have gone mm. up. This so, is a singular case. Okay. So in this singular case, how quick, how brilliant has Nick Blakey been in recent weeks with his pace out of the back line? Dan Butler knows I'm pacey as well. This is a great scalp to run down from behind. But if he gets another six steps in, I ain't catching him. I've got to get him, and I've got to get him now. I've got to accelerate to my full throttle capacity. And he gets to him, and he hits him at full throttle capacity. That's why Ross would like it, because it was what what Blakey's been able to do in the last few weeks is create their run off the half-back line. So that's why Ross would be all for it. But out of here, who reckons he'll get off? Jared? Um, I think they've got a good chance... I don't know whether he gets off or not, but I, I think they have a I think they have a strong case to make. Yes or no? Um. <laughs> I think it's unlikely he gets off, but maybe this is how I'm it should be. You. That yeah. he ticks the boxes, Michael Christian, because he has to, and yeah. it goes to the tribunal. Let the tribunal decide. Let the player argue his is, case. Is it weird that we're sitting here guessing whether he's going to get off or not? That we're uh, unsure? No. Or is it just no, because this is the first one that we've seen that we're, we're sitting on this? After, after this case, we're going to be sitting here going, well, this is what we accept or this is what we don't accept. Uncharted so I, I tell you where we get to is, so Jordan Degoe does what he does and we all know yeah. that's a yeah. suspension. Yeah. And then it's just a debate of three or four and then it's a debate of how inflammatory we want to be with the language but in the moment you see it we all know nah, that's a suspension. Yeah. And so you get to the you get to recognise the ones that you wince over and yeah, nah, yeah. you're not going to be playing. Cruzo's a little gun shy at the moment. He was never going to adjudicate on this one. <laughs> He's always going to move it on.
So it'll be a big case on Tuesday night. It will be. And just to clear up for all avoidance of doubt, it doesn't matter if he's concussed or otherwise. He did come off for the HIA, obviously past that. It was the turf tub or whatever he's got at the moment that uh, saw him subbed out after all that. Was it? Yeah. I know, it's looked... the timing. So I listened well, the to timing too. I said, but he had to be off for the well. 15 minutes. Yeah. And they and didn't the want to play. The game was going to be over at that stage. That's true. It was a critical part of the yeah. game. But he did say he came in with some toe soreness and we thought won't do him uh, any harm. Yeah, what, that'll, that'll come up. That will be used. That he wasn't concussed. Mm. Yeah. Probably. But, that, that, but they've only no graded it as medium. Yeah. So if you go off and have the HI, that's medium. And okay, so, so that feeds into that. Yeah, right, it's okay. all about whether it's careless or not. Did he breach his duty of care or not? And those are the only two parameters. It doesn't, it's not, it's this got is where to do I need your expertise, Jared, because I'm used to seeing, to walking in there and hearing whether you had intent or not. Yeah, yeah. So it's not about malice and it's not about, I don't understand how football action has infiltrated the language of this. That That's ignorance. That doesn't exist. There is no such thing as a football action in the way that this is. And most of our suspensions come from bumps and tackles, which are football actions anyway. So when you hear, so former players who don't follow this week on week and just swing in from time to mm-hmm. time with big statements around it, there's nothing in the system around football actions and non-football actions. So that's just a that's your straw man argument. So you actually have to deal with what the rules are, how they've been interpreted and applied throughout the year, and how each case has either reinforced or allowed for a, a loophole or, a, or an argument against. And there's a whole... There, that we've so got these two. are morphing rules, though. These, the, these, these rules are not as per written as such... I actually do have a rule book. Which yeah, yeah. I go no, to. Ca- it's case they, law. Yeah. So we put them up. They all, they're all getting graded the same way. And then can you make an argument against it? The first 17 failed. Two were successful with unique with a unique aspect in each. And then Butler will get to take his chance. Do I marry up with either of those? Did, did I fulfill my duty of care in a split second? Did I release the pinned arm? Those are the two that we yep. know. Does he fit into either of those? Or can they come up with the third that would allow for a not guilty verdict. Ooh. So that's how it'll work. It's all in the hands of the lawyers now. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, strap yourself in. It'll be a big week of it, that's for sure. Uh, you're going to be busy. Uh, are, the swans out of, are the swans out of, yeah. out of, out of our thinking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, you, you can't lose that many games. And they're not a good team. We And, Luke, you're actually, it's good that you're here we discussed and we semi-discussed off-air and sort of on-air. Um, it's a massive choice for Sydney how they structure up in the forward line because Lance he deserves all the... He's just an incredible player. There, there are players who become champions and there are players who, during their career, and they're very few, you can say they're an all-time great while they're still playing. Now, he's won. To me, they're playing to him as the numero uno in the forward line, and they shouldn't. Yeah, they have to, though. If yeah. you Because you look at Bo McDonald, he's out injured. He's, he's the future of their football club at, at Senar Ford, full forward. Uh, Joel Amadi, before he got injured, he looked really good uh, over in Adelaide, then did his hamstring. So you sit back and go, oh, they've, they've got to change their forward structure because they can't be buddy-focused. They're two key forwards who are going to be the future of that football club aren't out there. Reed, so, Reed, but Reed's right it. now, you know, Hayden McLean took, was the only one to take four contested marks, aerial contested marks in that game. And he was numerously one-on-one inside the forward line but taking the least threatening position, whereas Lance would take the threatening position as a starting point and have two opponents 
Yeah, they, they, they should be able to flex. And all, all teams with a forward structure should be able to change who's the vocal point. If, but who, they don't with Lance. Is that because he's probably at the age it is or because of the situation that they want him to kick a big number uh, of goals because of his 350th? That's why I say it's great to have you here. Is Lance the type of player who turns around and says and puts the, up the, the, the policeman's stop hand and goes, no, don't come into my area, to all others? No. I want this position? No, it would be, it would be the decision of the coaches of who plays where. They're probably looking at Bud going because of his age, because of his body, play him deepest to save him because we can't have any more injuries to our tools. But yeah. I, I, I couldn't see Buddy sitting here going, I'm the full forward, you play up there because I've played with him for a number of times where he's played selfless roles to put his team before sure himself. Yep. And this is this is Buddy 10 years ago. So the older you get, the more you're invested in the team and the more that I can't see Bud sitting here going, I'm, I'm the go-to guy. This would be a forward structure which because of their personnel there, I think they've just got trapped into having Bud at that spot and he takes the best defender, and that's where he'll, that's where he'll and stand. And that's great why you are here and able to answer that for us. Therefore, I'd say they're playing him wrong. Yeah, well, they, they, they need to change. They need to change up clearly because because of, of the football that they're playing. But he... don't make a Marty your sub. Play him on the ground. Don't make Hayden McLean your your decoy forward because he's the only one who can take a mark above his head. And if you've got a one-on-one with those two boys, rather than kicking to a two-on-one with Lance, who can't at ground level as soon as the hold ball hits it the ground, in, he's in trouble. yeah, yeah. Um, make him a decoy. And if, from what you're saying, he's willing to do that. So they're not playing it right. And, and with that as well, if, if you're playing Bud as a decoy, and they like, well, hang on, let's swap the main defender onto whoever's at full forward. Bud's capable of kicking two or three really quickly from 50 or 50 plus. Mm-hmm. So to change it up. There hasn't been any willingness to do that yet, so maybe now is the time. The news of the week for Repco Authorised Service. Penrite Oil and your local Repco Authorised Service.